Hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of the Earth Energy Illumination News. My name is Jillian Grace, and I'm going to be giving you all the information you need to stay balanced and clear from December 6th, continuing through until December 13th. So I hope everybody really utilized the past week, which was the quiet kind of week for the entire month. So there were a lot of little ups and downs, but for the most part, it was pretty steady for most of the week. And I hope many of you felt that. There shouldn't have been a lot of surprises. The only major report that I'm getting from a lot of people across the board is exhaustion. So there's a couple reasons for that right now. First, you have to understand that your energy is going through a lot. I mean, think about all the different shifts that are going on outside of us even. So if you take a peek at some of the earthquakes, especially that massive one that had occurred in Alaska just a little bit ago, and the massive weather patterns that are moving through, the earth itself is really strengthening and the energy is really, really all over the map. So we're going to feel that. We're going to connect with that. If you aren't as balanced as you could be, then you're going to find yourself going through bouts of complete exhaustion. So if you aren't taking the time out to meditate, if you aren't taking the time out to connect with nature or to do something that allows that creative spiritual side to flow through you, you're absolutely going to feel these things more extreme, especially if there's some blockages. So all of us have things that we're working on, and if you have a lot of energy that's sort of keeping you ungrounded, or if you have a lot of old stuff that's been trying to release that you just can't make your peace with, you're definitely going to find yourself being more exhausted than usual. The other reason for that is our restful state is really when most of our energy combines, releases, and decides it's going to balance itself. So I always tell people that they will probably never invent a pill that stops you from sleeping. The reason for that is because our sleeping state is when we actually go home, our souls connect, and we kind of reboot a little bit. So we need that time. And it's one of the reasons why people who go through bouts of insomnia, if you're not sleeping for three days straight, you basically go insane in a lot of ways. And the reason for that is because you're disconnecting from your soul because you aren't taking that time out to nurture that connection or to make that connection or grow it or get back on track with things. So you become way too far out of balance in time periods when you're not sleeping. So when we're going through these massive downloads, we're going to have these time periods where we feel very exhausted, especially if we're getting some extra energy thrown our way because we aren't quite as balanced as we could be. The way to offset that is to, of course, rest when your body is tired. You know, we're so frustrated that we're tired, but how many of us are actually sitting there and resting because of it? And then if we do sit and rest, we're angry at ourselves because we're resting. So you've got to think of it this way. If you're trying to input or kind of allow your energy to reconnect and take a moment to sort of rebalance itself, if your mindset during that time period is that you're frustrated and angry with yourself about that rebalance, then it's not going to run through very easily. You're almost going to miss your opportunity to allow it to recalibrate. So if you are in that state of mind and you're frustrated and you're angry that you've got to sort of take a pause, then you're going to have to take a lot more pauses in the coming weeks or the coming days because your energy is going to keep trying to rebalance itself and you're going to keep on feeling it both physically and probably emotionally too. So I can't tell all of you enough, take your time out right now, soak all of that in. If you need to rest 
Don't be mean to yourself about it. Let yourself rest. Give yourself the love that you would give to someone that you loved. So take some of that affection that we always are so readily and able to show other people and redirect it back on yourself right now. You definitely need it. Okay, a couple things really quick. You're going to catch me can't. It's glancing down because there is a ton of information that I have written down from my meditations throughout the week, also from um, any messages that I've received and any um, text messages and emails from people that are kind of going through all sorts of different things that I like to pull all together for you guys so you understand you're not alone and give you what the main themes are for the week. Also, you might hear a little background noise. I'm still minus a door. It's going to take a little bit of time before it actually is able to be installed. So you're going to have this beautiful little checkmark background for a little while until I can kind of get that stuff together. So I apologize if any of that is too distracting for you. We are a work in progress and doing okay. Okay, so we are coming up on the 6th, the 7th, and the 8th of December, which is going to, not only within that time period, encompass the new moon, it's also going to be under the sign of Sagittarius. Now, I always, every few podcasts, I like to take a moment to step back and give you guys a synopsis on why the moon energy is so important. Because for me, I'm not necessarily an astrologer by nature. It isn't the one thing that I sit there and study. But intuitively, I pay attention to the signs that come through. And over the past year or so, the energy of the moon has been extremely strong and it has a lot to do with the awakening that's going right on right now that many of us are trying to work our way through. So when I get any of that information or when I have any of that process through, I like to let all of you guys know so you can also have a heads up and have a really good idea on what you're feeling. The moon is the astrology representation of the feminine energy. So astrologically, that particular area of our universe is extremely pivotal for the feminine energy. The sun is the masculine energy. Right now, we're at a point of awakening of the feminine energy. And I've talked about this so many times. That's why you're catching all these different movements, the, you, the Me Too movement, and all these different things going on with the changes of female behavior and women not wanting to be judged by their appearance and women not wanting to have to do everything in order to be considered successful. So you're seeing this recalibration between the male and the female energy right now. And in order to do that, the female energy has to rebuild itself. So we're experiencing a heightened time period where the moon's energy is becoming very pivotal for our growth. So because of that, those are the those who are most connected and even those who don't really know a lot about energy and just are starting to feel a lot of changes go on with them. The reason for that is because the powerful influence of that moon. And when that moon goes into alignment with different areas within the cosmic universe, different zodiac locations, it amplifies certain energy. So I like to give you guys an understanding of what you may expect throughout each week. Now, it's not to be an excuse for bad behavior. It's to give you all of you a heads up that if this is what you're feeling, it's okay. Don't read into it too much. Allow it to pass through, become aware of it, and release it. So you can go through your own healing process as the energy of the feminine does as well. And it doesn't matter if you're male or female. Everyone is feeling this right now. It's going in waves. So a lot of people who had a lot of spiritual knowledge tend, tended to be you know, hit first and really struggled for the past couple of years. 
And now we've got a lot of people that are just awakening to the whole concept of energy around them that are starting to feel it. So I like to give all of you as many tools as possible. And that's one of the reasons why at this point in time, we're more focused on the moon than when we have been in the past. We have Sagittarius in alignment and Sagittarius is a really impressive energy. It is very nice and kind and sweet and positive and it looks on the bright side and it's fun and it's exactly what we need to start off the beautiful December season. So that's going to be in alignment between the 6th, the 7th and the 8th. Sagittarius can have a little bit of trouble when it comes to impulsiveness. So any of you out there who are thinking of making some major decisions or major changes in your life, take a little time out, take a little breather, and don't jump into any major decisions right now. It is definitely not the time to do that. Wait a little bit. Let whatever ideas might be thrown at you sink in and then decide how you want to proceed. If there's any major financial matters coming up, be very leery of those. The Sagittarian energy tends to um, become a little bit um, interesting when it comes to its financial energy because due to the impulsiveness, it can get itself into a little bit of trouble. So keep a close eye on those things. You also want to keep a close eye because during this little section here, the 6th, the 7th, and the 8th, we also have the new moon on the 7th. And the new moon is then going to be in line with the Sagittarius energy. Now Sagittarius rules the second chakra, so the sacral chakra. So it rules all things hormonal. It rules anything that has to do with those organs down in that area. Emotionally, It rules a lot of feminine energy. It rules the energy of how we feel about being a man or a woman. It also rules our creative center. So that's going to be challenged throughout the month, and it's going to be one of the main focuses throughout the entire month of December, that really heavy Sagittarian energy. So I just want to give all of you a heads up that you're probably going to have a little bit of a hormonal month. Don't be angry with yourself. You're probably going to be a little moody. And even if you're really, really balanced and you do everything right, you most likely are going to have some symptoms of that Sagittarian energy just really wreaking havoc in that second chakra field, especially because it's going to coincide with that entire feminine energy awakening and really shake things up quite a bit. So if you notice yourself being extra moody, if you notice yourself having like a really strange cycle, if you notice yourself... Um, feeling like you're in all sorts of different places at once and you're so frustrated you can't take it. If you notice that you're you're having skin issues and you're having breakouts and all of those things that come along with your wonderful hormones, then take a breather, take a step back and give yourself a little pass this month because a Sagittarian energy connected with the moon, especially around the new moon, is going to promote a ton of release. Remember, a lot about the new moon is about being able to take a step back and look at the things that you want to let go of. Look at the things that you want to center. It's a major planning time period. So you're definitely going to feel any imbalance within that field. And even if you are pretty balanced personally, you're going to feel the imbalance within the earth's field. And there's been quite a bit of that lately. So we're going to talk a little bit later on things you can do. We're going to talk a little bit later on grounding techniques because we're also going to have our grounding start to come into a shakeup point as this week continues. So hold on. I'm going to give you some tips on how to take care of that. But quickly, that sacral energy can be very well balanced by doing some meditations on the second chakra. There's very many different um, Hertz frequency meditations that are centered right there in that section that can help you out. Also, um, a couple of good gemstones. 
Citrine is good. It's really good for the third chakra, but it also can work okay for the second chakra. Carnelian is the best one. And I think I've got a carnelian right here. I do. Okay, so this is carnelian. It's kind of like that orangey color, just like that chakra is. So if you do have anything like this, and those of you who are attending my spirit classes regularly, you definitely got some carnelian in one of your spirit bags. So utilize that when you can. The best thing you can do is lie down, place it on that second chakra, and then focus on taking some deep breaths and releasing, and deep breaths and releasing, and just kind of go through that whole process of letting go. Just in case you don't have the carnelian and you have more of the citrine, this is the citrine. It's kind of like a yellowy color. It can also have like little points where it's white or milky or something of that nature. So that can also work well too. So you can do the same kind of technique with it or you can carry it with you. If you do choose to carry either one of those gemstones with you, place them on your left-hand side because A, the left-hand side is your feminine energy and also the left-hand side is your receiving side. So what you want to do is make sure that your energy is balanced while receiving any energy that's coming in. So utilize those if you need them. Also, never ever underestimate any type of aromatherapy for that second chakra. I'm a huge, huge promoter of Bell Aromatherapies. They have helped me significantly. And I actually, you know, later on in the week when we really get into that heavy grounding stuff, they have some wonderful grounding blends. They have wonderful sacral chakra blends. You can order them online at bellaromatherapies.com. You can also um, go to Reflections in East Aurora, which is an adorable little shop that has a lot of different things to help you with your spiritual balance. And then some, um, I know that the Bellaromatherapies are sold there. There's also some really great like salt baths and different salt combinations that you can use that Salts of the Earth 22, which is a great Etsy shop. And I'll put a link to all this stuff um, that you can do if you're someone who does like regular baths or foot rubs, you know, different things like that. So there's all sorts of extra things that can help balance you. You definitely want to make sure you keep on it, especially because we're going to have that crazy sacral energy and it's going to be playing off that feminine awakening energy. So it's just going to cause almost like a crescendo of so much coming through. Okay, that being said, Gemini is the opposite of Sagittarius. So those of you who are Gemini, be very aware, especially the 6th, the 7th, and the 8th, your energy may be thrown off extra. Make sure you take the time out that you need in order to balance it, in order to do some deep breathing, going for some walks in nature, anything that works for you. And it's going to be different for everybody. So I, that's why I can't hand you a guidebook and say, do this, 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 and this, and you'll be balanced. We are all different souls. We all have different things that help to connect us and help to rebalance us. So finding that for yourself is part of your own spiritual journey. Take a peek, try on some different things and see how they make you feel. Trust your instincts. Also, on the 8th, it's a high spiritual day. So December 8th, if you were to add up the full month, day, and year, it would come to a um, 22 when you broke it down spiritually. So it's going to have a high amplified energy. Right after that new moon on the 7th, it doesn't at all surprise me that we're going to be then rolling into a very high spiritual mode on the next day. So try your best to breathe and don't pick on yourself and do not ignore doing a practice that's going to help to balance you. I always tell all of you, I know that you can't meditate every day. I know that you can't do things constantly to keep yourself spiritual balanced. I'm not crazy. The world is, 
is busy. But on high spiritual days, you absolutely want to have that be the time where you're planning to do some meditation, where you don't come home from work and sit and stare at the TV, where you maybe go for a walk if where you are, weather permitting, you're able to, or you do some sitting outside and deep breathing, or you open up your window and you stare at the moon, or you stare at the stars and you pull that energy in, or you do some artwork, or you do something that's musically connecting you, your creative side is often going to bring you to your spiritual side. And also in this particular month, your creative side is going to feed that second chakra. So you can't go wrong. So absolutely on the eighth, make sure you have all things ready to do everything that you possibly can to pull that energy through and use it to balance you or else you're going to feel it as the month, as the month rolls on. In particular, we then move into the ninth and the 10th, the ninth and the 10th are going to be ruled by Capricorn. Capricorn is ruled by the root. So it's going to be issues in the world of grounding for a lot of us. I know a lot of us, especially those who have gone through a lot of the spiritual ascension that we've discussed before. Um, we struggle with grounding because we, it, it's, it's uncomfortable sometimes to feel. Keep a close eye on that and make sure that you're grounding as much as you can. A couple things about Capricorn. They're really good with discipline. So pick something in your world that you need to utilize a little bit more discipline with. You know, whether or not it's getting your house cleaned up or it's doing something in, at work that you've been delaying for a period of time, but there's a deadline coming up and you've got to do it or straightening out your desk at work or spending some time with your children, just playing something that you've been trying to pull into your world to help create a little bit more balance and a little more discipline. The Capricorn energy is huge for that. So during that time period between the ninth and the 10th, pick some activity that you've been kicking around and decide that you're going to put that in the forefront. And that's something that you're going to do your absolute best to make sure that you do. The energy is going to be primed for it and it will be so balancing. So use that energy as it comes up. A couple things about the Capricorn energy going into alignment during a new moon that's also coupled with Sagittarius is you're going to have a lot of second chakra things that you need to work your way through or you need to almost create a plan on how to release coming up. So second chakra things are going to stem from different roles that you believe that you have as a female or a male in your life, different ways that you feel about yourself from a aspect of your creative side and what you're here to do. Um, relationships and relationships that didn't work out properly, depending on why there was issues, can absolutely cause some imbalances within that second chakra and cause almost like a second chakra shutdown. So you want to be aware that during that Capricorn time period, it's going to play off of that a little bit and kind of try to get you to create balance or try to create release or try to create a pattern of letting go. So if you do have some of those emotions coming up, then instead of being angry that you're upset, sit down, grab a pen and paper and write down a path on how you're going to work to let it go. Whether or not it's, I'm going to you know, do some writing and releasing, or I'm going to go into a meditation and I'm going to let this out, or there's some old pictures or old things I want to let go of. You know, Whatever you need, use that energy to help you let go. It's really, really great for that. A couple of things about Capricorn. Um, they're really wonderful for self-control and discipline like we talked about, but the opposite is cancer. So cancer and people that are under that zodiac sign tend to struggle immensely. 
The Capricorn energy is also about the root, like we talked about. So people who are under the sign of cancer, you might really find it's very difficult to ground. So you absolutely need to be either carrying a gemstone or doing a specific type of activity that can pull your energy in. Great grounding gemstones are, let's see that bat here. I have my black tourmaline and I've got a couple different kinds. So I have the rough cut black tourmaline, which I've shown all of you before. It looks like a piece of coal. Works amazing when it comes to grounding your energy out. And I have a smooth cut black tourmaline, which is just a little bit more shiny, but still works just as well. Either one of those are really great for grounding. You can either place them by your feet during meditation. You can put them on your left-hand side throughout the day. You can meditate with them, holding them in your hand. It doesn't make any difference. And those of you who have purchased some of the spirit bags in the past, you definitely have a black tourmaline. It's a personal favorite of mine. In the event that you do not, other great stones are your tiger's eye stones. So I have tiger's eye here in the form of more of a blue tiger's eye because there's different types of colors. It works really good, even though it's not necessarily the traditional color, which is more of like a yellow or um, orangey type color. And then I think somewhere in here, I also have... Yes, I do. I also have the tiger's eye that would be the more traditional looking tiger's eye and would be more of your um, orangey, but it's called yellow tiger's eye, but I always think it looks a little more orangey, but more of like that orangey type color. So any one of those will really work well to balance out your energy. So by all means, utilize them and it will help to ground you. At the end of this podcast, I'm going to talk a little bit about some grounding techniques and some new energy and color that's coming through that you can use to sort of pull that energy through and allow it to sort of move through much easier. Okay, so that's going to be the ninth and the 10th. Now the ninth is a high spiritual number. So you just have a high spiritual day. It's not the full date, which means that the energy isn't quite as amplified as if you were to add up the whole date and then have that energy there too. It's just a high spiritual day, which doesn't mean that it, it's not important. It's a great day to utilize to balance yourself out. So the eighth and the ninth of this month are going to be really great days for you to just take some time out and make sure that you're creating a balance. One thing about a nine energy is it's huge when it comes to humanitarian energy. It's huge when it comes to giving back to the world and the earth and making uh, the whole a better place. So it's always a great day to clean up your closet, do some donations, donate your time, maybe do a Meals on Wheels program, maybe do something at a local food shelter. Doing that is as amazing for your field on a nine day as doing a long meditation. So anytime you give back on a nine day, the energy is just so prime for it that it's going to absolutely return back to you and help balance you out that much more. So if you do have some time, that would be wonderful. If you don't have some time, just giving somebody a call that you know is struggling on a nine day and just saying, you know, I just want to let you know you're on my mind. Everything's going to be okay. I'm constantly thinking about you. You know, doing something that helps spread that energy is a wonderful wonderful thing on a nine day. Okay, then we're going to be moving into the 11th, 12th, and 13th, where the energy alignment with the moon is going to move into Aquarius. I like Aquarius. It's a very intuitive energy. The only issue is it's sandwiched right with that Capricorn energy, and it's still within the root. So we're going to go from the sacral chakra and then root, root. So we're going to be heavily within that route towards this week. So grounding is going to be pivotal. And those of you who struggle with grounding, my heart goes out to you. You have to do as much as you can to let it be your focus and to really pay close attention to it, 
especially towards the kind of like end-ish middle point of this week and next. It's going to be really, really important. So a couple things about Aquarius is very intuitive. That's a great great attribute of the Aquarian energy. It can really help to open up that third eye. It can really help to bring energy in that you need to as far as your intuitive energy goes. So you might find yourself really feeling on or really feeling like you're connected with people that you talk to or places that you go or you know, different animals that you see outside. You may definitely see that during an Aquarian time, which is really great. That's one thing that's their hallmark is being able to connect with nature and be very intuitive all at the same time. They love new ideas, so you might find that there's definitely some new ideas coming up for you. Grab a pen and paper, write them down. You know, we constantly get signs from our guidance of what's going to help enhance the time that we're here on earth, help pull us forward as souls, help us grow. So on days that are in any kind of alignment with Aquarian, that energy is very heightened. So pay attention. If you get this random idea that, you know, you maybe want to connect with a certain group or something like that, that you just feel drawn to, or you may want to grab a book on a topic that you wanted to learn more about, let your intuition be your guide and don't question it and don't tell yourself you're too busy. There is nothing that should ever make you too busy to grow spiritually because it's the purpose and why you're here. So be very careful if you're putting a lot of other things in your way and a lot of obstacles blocking you and saying that you don't have time for it. It's the only thing you should have time for. It's the entire purpose and why your soul came to earth was to grow spiritually. So take that time to nurture it and make sure that you understand how important it is because it's going to become increasingly important as we move on here through the coming years. It's becoming a huge focus and really in the limelight. Um, a couple other things, Aquarian energy is very intellectual, so you might find yourself very internal. Aquarian energy tends to be social, which is interesting because they're like, from an energy standpoint, they seem very introverted in a lot of ways, but they don't mind being out in social atmospheres, which might actually work a little bit in your favor, especially if you've got a happy hour or something like that, because it helps to make it so you can be out in crowds and not necessarily sponge up too much energy. But I always tell people, if, especially right now, around the holiday, around a time period where the root is going to be in any way in the spotlight, definitely do some grounding techniques before you go out and try to carry some type of a gemstone or something to keep your energy balanced because it's going to be very easy for it to slide out of balance, especially if we're on a period where the root is the most important chakra. So be very, very careful with that. Leo is the opposite of Aquarius. So those of you who are Leo, you may struggle a little bit more during Aquarian days. So take a breath and ground, 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 ground. That's going to be the theme of this week. Ground, ground, and clear. Anything that comes up around you being angry about being a female or angry about being a male or frustrated with your role, clear it and then ground your energy in. It's going to be super important to keep you moving through here. Okay, so that is kind of the spiritual energy as far as the alignments go throughout the entire week. And then we have a couple other tips that I want to give you guys. So in meditation, there was a few things that really came forward as really important for us to focus on this week. One is spending time in nature. And I know that so many people are watching this from so many different parts of the world. And some of you may not have the accessible outdoor experiences that others have. Let's face it, you know, those of you who are by the equator, you tend to have the outdoors at any time 
in, able to utilize them. Those of you who are much further north, it's cold. And if you're outside for a couple minutes, you feel it and it's uncomfortable. So I know that not everybody can go outside and be in nature, but there was this major calling for those of you who can, those of you who maybe want to bundle up and brave the cold, that's going to be huge for keeping that energy balance this week. It's going to be so important for just really taking that massive, massive first chakra field energy and just pulling it through. So those of you who are in a point where you can utilize that, please do. Those of you who aren't, try to think about creative ways to pull it in. Um, one thing that I always would do when I was up in the Northeast area of the United States is I would turn on some kind of a track that had bird sounds connected to it because it would remind me of the sounds of spring. And I would meditate to that track of bird sounds. And that was helpful to keep my energy grounded. There is also a really strong connection with the color of purple, not necessarily dark purple, almost like a light purple is coming through a lot in my meditations for this coming week. So take that color. And what I would normally tell all of you to do if you're trying to ground, and it's a great week to make sure that every day you do this, you take a moment to deep breathe, close your eyes as soon as you get out of bed. And then place your feet on the ground and focus on your feet going down into the earth and visualize roots connecting you down into the earth. Now, instead of utilizing that normal brown color that you would initially go to to connect that energy down, I want you to use a purple color. Use like a light lilac purple color when you're visualizing that and pulling it down. And just picture your energy going all the way down into the core of the earth and connecting with the core using that lilac color. That's going to be a much easier and faster way to ground, and it's going to hold you and retain your energy grounded for much longer throughout the day. That's at least the energy that's coming through for me. It's like that really powerful purple color coming through to really connect us in and to really pull through the energy that we need. So any of you out there who are struggling trying to figure out what you should do in order to stay balanced or what you should do in order to keep your meditations on par with what you need, picture that purple, do some deep breathing and picture the roots going down into the earth. That is going to be huge. It's going to be huge for everybody. Other than that, most of the week is going to be centered on releasing when it comes to your female energy or when it comes to any energy that that second chakra might hold, creativity and grounding. We all can do this. We're doing a good job. It gets a little bit dicey after this week, and this week is a little bit more dicey than last week was. So you're definitely going to feel things a lot stronger this week, and you're definitely going to go through a lot more clearing this week. The key here is to stay grounded. Know you're not alone. If you run into any hiccups, and many of you have utilized this, and thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your spiritual journey, because that's really what I strive to be as much as possible is to help you find your own spiritual energy. And I always tell anyone that I work with, it is not my job to jump in there and do it for you. It's definitely my job to give you the tools so you know how to do it from that point forward, because we're entering this time period where becoming your own healer is extremely important. So you're going to find that moving forward, going to someone to fix you is not going to work very well. You can go to people to gain knowledge to then utilize yourself and put together, but your traditional, oh, I feel bad. I'm going to go and get some energy work done and then I'll feel great. And then I won't have to think about it. That's not going to work anymore. We are 
entering a, a time period where we all have to understand that each one of us holds a piece of God or the universal energy or the vibration of energy around us, whatever you want to call it. It's all the same thing. So we're entering a time period where that's becoming extremely important for us to have to recognize. So while you'll be able to have people in your life that can guide you to different methods or different ways to get you there, if you do need some type of a healing, you're going to find that you might find people that help you and teach you how to do it for yourself or help you and it only works for a short period of time, but it's ultimately going to end up back at your doorstep because you are the only one that can heal you and you are designed to be the one that creates your life and that manifests your energy and that takes whatever your spiritual gifts are and brings it out to show other people. So they were in a big time period about not giving your power away. Be mindful of that. And I'm not saying don't go for a massage. Don't go and get some Reiki done. You know, don't bother talking to a healer that you enjoy having a conversation with. But make sure that you realize that what they're doing and what they should be striving to do is give you the tools on how to do it yourself and not to depend on them. Because that is what's gotten us into trouble on this earth a hundred different times is us extending our own personal power to someone else and not allowing it to grow and nurture it from within. So pay attention to those instincts. Start working on yourself. You're the only one who can do it. And you can do as much research as you need to to find whatever out you need to in order to apply it. But know that you are your own personal healer and no one can take that away. Okay, so I hope all of you have a wonderful week. And if any of you have any questions, please feel free to contact me at thespiritthatisyou at gmail.com. I'll be back next week with some more updates. And I'm hoping for the month of January to start doing the spirit bags again and get them up and running. But first, I've got to get a full-fledged office going so I have somewhere to line the spirit bags up so I can pack them and get them ready to go out to all of you. So that is working. It is making its way, and it's all in universal time. The only thing I can do is let go and let things take form. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Earth Energy Illumination News. My name is Jillian Grace, sending you lots of love and light. I hope you have a wonderful week.